Welcome to the Wind Daily Podcast for today, October 17th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy here with our new DFS pro who has already won money since uh, and helped people win money since he has come on with us uh, in the last week, Javier Brazello. Javi, how are you today? Oh, fantastic. It's one day before Friday and that much closer to football. Can't complain. All right, we're going to be all talking all football today. We'll start with the Thursday night showdown. You can get complete breakdowns on our front page uh, from DFS Pro, uh, David Jones. Uh, our preview there, as well as Andrew Erickson's video preview coming today. Uh, make sure you register for Premium Gold. Get in our Slack chat channel. If you want to ask Javi, David, Jason, uh, Dan, any of our DFS pros, picks for tonight. But uh, – you know, David's saying that he wants to veer off the chalk with Patrick Mahomes and use another captain. Uh, you know, are you agreeing with that? And who are some of your favorite picks for tonight? I know I'm certainly liking Corton Sutton, who David uh, says he likes as a captain. Yeah, yeah. So for for me, if if you're going to play cash games, the safest bet is to go Patrick Mahomes. Um, I know he struggled recently. That he's got a bothersome ankle for the most part. Um, and, and it's showing, but it's the safest play still. Uh, for me, though, uh, I, I agree with David, at least from a GPP standpoint, that, um, you know, Cortland Sutton is, is a good play. I think I prefer Philip Lindsay more than Cortland Sutton, actually. Um, and I, David talked about that as his pivot uh, from MVPs. So um, for me, I'm, I'm more on Philip Lindsay than Cortland Sutton, just given Cortland Sutton's inconsistency this year. So that's where I'm leaning towards on my end. Yeah, good call because the uh, the Chiefs actually allow the most rushing yards to opposing running backs in the NFL. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you rolling any lineups out there with Joe Flacco in it? Uh, no, I can't, I can't trust him. Um, I, I, for me, I'm a, I'm a GPP guy. I'm mainly tournaments. I, I will throw some out there with Joe Flacco at the MVP, but I don't expect that lineup to win. Uh, I'm not high on him at all, even as bad as the Chiefs defense as has been. Uh, they are, are improved from last year, so they're not as bad as they were. Um, so I, I'm just not on Flacco as much. What about Royce Freeman maybe is a difference maker, knowing how bad this uh... – you know, this Kansas City run defense is and the amount of touches that Freeman has been getting lately has been pretty healthy and he's only 6,000 on draft kicks. Yeah. Um, Royce Freeman on, on FanDuel is 8,000, so he's one of the cheaper options as well. Uh, I don't hate it. I actually um, might throw – I will throw him actually in a few MVP slots to see if he goes off. Um, he'll be in a, a good chunk of my – uh, flex spots though on on FanDuel, uh, he's he's just too cheap to ignore. And given has as bad as this uh, this Kansas City run defense has been, it's 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 a good punt play. So, what about what about another punt play? Noah Fant maybe at thirty four hundred here to score a touchdown. Yep, uh, it's it's a good play. Um, Noah Fant is um, he's 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 another pretty cheap option on FanDuel. Um, I think that. Um, you know, Kansas City, they do struggle in covering the tight end as well. Um, he's 6500 on on FanDuel, so he's even cheaper than Royce Freeman, and it's a good pivot away. I, I do not include both of them in your lives. Don't include Royce Freeman and Noah Fan. Choose one or the other. Uh, it's, it's a 
good play. Anybody else uh, I mentioned that uh, didn't mention that you like? Uh, it's very tough to read with the Kansas City running backs. What's going to go on their snap count from game to game to two day games ago? It was Williams getting the majority last week. It was McCoy getting the majority. Darren Williams doesn't get enough touches. And outside of Tyreek Hill, uh, there's nobody to really trust in that passing game. Maybe Hartman might be the best play. And uh, are you know anybody I'm missing? And what's your thoughts on Kelsey? Yeah, I, I I'm going to put Kelsey in today. He he's due. Um, that's how I see it on my end. Um, he's, he's struggled all year. I have him in so many season long leagues. He's a keeper. It, it, it hurts, uh, how bad he's doing. Uh, I think he, he's going to bounce back today. Um, Tyreek Hill's back. He, I'm sure he'll increase his snap count as well. I'm way off Demarcus Robinson and McCall Hardman. Um, I don't, I just don't trust him with, with Tyreek Hill back. Uh, Demarcus Robinson had, uh, I believe two targets and zero catches last week. Hardman had like four catches for 40 yards. I, I just can't trust them. So uh, I'm all in on Kelsey and, and Hill as well. So, Okay. Anybody else I missed that you want to talk about there? Uh, I mean, you could be different by going LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams. But as you mentioned, it's tough to trust the running backs in KC. Uh, you can throw a few GPP lineups hoping that, that they'll score a few touchdowns. Uh, Denver's run defense isn't the best so it, it, it wouldn't be a bad play but again cash plays uh you have to go mahomes uh, it's the safest bet uh gpp um you can go kelsey hill at the mvp spot um you could also go um besides Cortland Sun, you can go emmanuel sanders would be different too so that's another good pivot i know sanders has been pretty useless lately but uh you can be different by going emmanuel sanders emmanuel sanders uh what about any kickers harrison butker Specifically. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't hate it. Um, it's going to be more in the flex spot. I wouldn't put it in the MVP slot. I know Matt Prater recently went off on Monday night. Um, but even then, the, um, the person that ended up winning the, the big prize, did. they had Prater in the flex. So I wouldn't put him in the MVP spot, spot at all. I'd definitely put McManus and Butker both in the flex. All right. Uh, again, for more information, make sure you get in our Slack chat. Uh, gonna have a little debate with all due respect for you, with you here, Javi. You keep saying that guys are due. I don't believe in that in football. I think either guys produce or they don't produce. I think due is more of a baseball thing. Uh, you know, you, you do have a point, Scott. Um, I just feel like, for example, Stefan Diggs last week, he was due. Uh, I, I know it might have been luck in the matchup and whatnot, uh, but he was he was due for a game given how good Thielen's been playing, given the drama going on with him. And then the week before that, <clears throat> Will Fuller went off, and he hadn't done anything. So for, for me, uh, it's just a matter of time be before these uh, stud players like Kelsey go off. And I think this is the perfect game to do it. Yeah, they're on short rest. It's a Thursday night game. Um, I, I think he won't get as much ownership, so I think that's why – I think Kelsey's a great play, um, you know, especially tonight against the the Denver defense. They're a shell of their former self. Yeah, not as I, I just don't believe in the do thing. I think I saw the big thing coming like you did for two reasons. Number one, it was the squeaky wheel cliche. And a lot of times in the NFL, if one guy goes off uh, in a receiving set like that, the follow the following week the other guy does because mm -hmm. the defense might be more focused on the guy that just went off. So and with with Will Fuller, 
uh, you know, it, that's Will Fuller. You know, you could go four weeks without seeing nothing in a week. I mean, if, to me, if the do thing was 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 truthful, uh, and you know, I guess it's just the editor in me. Uh, we've already we've seen a really good game from Odell Beckham Jr. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And and DeAndre Hopkins should have had a good game last weekend. He did nothing, so uh, I thought he was due. So you're you're right on that. I I think it's uh, it's a flip of the coin, really, is what it comes down yeah. to, Scott. Uh, let's let's go with running backs. We'll talk about the main slate here. Uh, Saquon Barkley is expected to be back against Arizona, eighty nine hundred on DraftKings. Uh, like him as a cash game play, but I don't know about in GPPs. Uh, I think the Giants are really going to attack the pass defense there. But then also Patrick Peterson is back, liking Dalvin Cook a lot. Worth the spend at eight thousand going against uh, a run defense uh, with lead. That Detroit's not too good, and they give up uh, they give up receptions to opposing running backs. Uh, David Johnson's questionable; he's kind of banged up, so we don't know about him. Same thing with Alvin Kamara and Al and uh, Aaron Jones, seventy one hundred uh, on DraftKings. You don't know where the workload's going to be. Maybe they get him back uh, more involved early, so Aaron Jones is more of a GP play, P play than anything. Leonard Fournette's going to be a real chalk against that Cincinnati defense, which is 31st against the run at 7,000. So we're talking top tier. Uh, it's either Cook or Fournette on Sunday. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i all in on Fournette uh, on both sides. Uh, Leonard Fournette is the third highest priced running back on FanDuel. He's at 7,900. Uh, Cincinnati has allowed uh, an abysmal 184.5 yards per game uh, on the rush alone. So – uh, they've allowed nine rushing touchdowns, and it, it's just it's just a matchup for, right now for Fournette. Uh, I'm loading up on him in both cash and GPP. I think he's a lock. Um, again, on, on DraftKings, you mentioned uh, his price. He's he's way too cheap on that. I don't know. Again, the the DraftKings, uh, the people that make the pricing on that, sometimes they just uh, mess up. And I think this is a mess up because he is priced way too low. Um, but even on FanDuel, even though he is 7,900, I'm all in on on Fournette. Um, the, the other person that, that's high, uh, higher tiered, priced up, um, that we didn't really talk about was Chris Carson. Uh, uh, he's going to be another uh, – I think he'll be fairly chalky against Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore isn't as bad as Cincinnati, but uh, my top two running backs for this slate are going to be uh, Fournette and Carson, and then and Cook and Barkley are, are right behind. It's close, though. Yeah, I'm going by the DraftKings ladder. Uh, Carson actually falls uh, beneath 7,000, but he can punch in a TD or two because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, both secondaries are very vulnerable and can be attacked. So I, I was going to mention, you know, as I go below 7,000 here on DraftKings, Mark Ingram may not be widely owned, 6,600. Uh, the Seahawks uh, give up give up yardage to uh, posing running backs as pass catchers. I think Seattle is going to be very focused on trying to contain Lamar Jackson. And then when you look at the RPO, you know, he can easily hand the ball off to Mark Ingram and, rather than run it himself. So I think, you know, they might try to deceive that defense with Mark Ingram. Uh, Austin Eckler, to me, is not going to be widely owned after coming up uh, a, uh, a bad game, but – the Titans are another team that lets up pass catching uh, receptions to uh, that lets up receptions to opposing running backs. So he's interesting to me at 6,200. 
Oh, Marlon Mack's not going to be widely owned, and I can see him punching in a touchdown or two in 6,000. So in DraftKings, when you look at that range with Ingram, Carson, Eckler, and Mack, uh, I think there's some good value to be had uh, this week at running back. Yeah, yeah. I uh, So so Mack Mac is 7,100 on FanDuel, and Mark Ingram is 7,500 on FanDuel. Uh, I, I just... They're just too priced too high, in my opinion. Yeah, they're middle tier for this, but I prefer to just go the David Johnson route at seventy four hundred. Um, you could be different with with Mac and Ingram, um, but someone that I'm high on if he does play is Todd Gurley at seventy one hundred. He he plays against Atlanta. He Atlanta's defense is is not good at all. Um, you know the the Millie winner the last two weeks has been um, using the running back at uh, against Atlanta. And, you know, David Johnson last week against Atlanta um, and the week before, I can't remember, but um, they also had it as well. So I think yeah. Gurley's a sneaky GPP play if he plays. So. The one thing I worry about with Gurley, though, is the volume. And we're going to have to watch because both he and Malcolm Brown are injured. If not, that'll make David Hender- Daryl Henderson very widely owned this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Falcon, uh, Tevin Coleman, love him at 5,600 against Washington to get in the end zone maybe once, uh, possibly twice this week. Devin Singletary has upside against uh, Miami at 5,400. You have Devonta Freeman at 5,400. I wouldn't like him in a tournament. You also have Breed against Washington. Both those San Francisco running backs under 6,000 on DraftKings. Frank Gore going home to Miami. Uh against uh, the, that, that worst-ranked rush defense is 5,200. And Latavius Murray could be starting for Alvin Kamara, but I wouldn't want to use him against the Bears. But they, those Miami and San Francisco running backs are good bargain plays this week. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, uh, I'm more in on Coleman than Brita. Coleman seems to be the goal line back. He, he got yeah, exactly. Carries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got 20 carries last week. Um, he's 6,200 on FanDuel. I'll load him up. Uh, someone also that you didn't mention again. It goes back back to the the do narrative is Joe Mixon. I think he uh, he's playing against Jacksonville. It's not my favorite play. It's it's a GPP play, but he's just too cheap. He's sixty one hundred on Fanduel. Um, Jacksonville's run defense is not good. They just lost Ramsey. I mean, I know he hasn't played the last two weeks, but uh, I think Mixon could sneak in a touchdown or two uh, as well. So. Um, the last person you mentioned, Devontae Freeman, he's 6,400 on FanDuel. Uh, I think he's too cheap as well. He's, he's, uh, I think he's projected to be like over 10% owned. So he's more of a GPP play, but I, I can see, um, going cash that route too. The Rams defense is, is not very good either. So, yeah, Mixon's the type of guy that, uh, you know, only roll out if I'm doing multiple lineups, uh, you know, like a ton of them. Because, again, I don't believe in the do thing, and he's got one touchdown. Right now, I, I'm saying if you can bench Mixon or Melvin Gordon in a seasonal league, go ahead and do it until he shows you something. They're not even loading the box against him, and he's not getting numbers. At the same price on DraftKings, you get you get uh, Josh Jacobs for $5,000. You know, I didn't get to Mixon yet because he was a little bit down at the DraftKings pricing. Uh, Jacobs is tremendous value at $5,000. Maybe my fast, favorite cash game play on DraftKings uh, at the position. You got Carlos Hyde at just 4,700. Maybe get to the end zone once. Uh, more of a cash game play. I don't see a lot of upside there. And below that, there's really just not a, not a lot to be had. 
Uh, you know, if Daryl Henderson actually uh, gets to start, though, you know, that that's somebody, like I said, who's going to be very widely owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the last person I, I do want to touch on is Derrick Henry. He's 6,500 on FanDuel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. Yeah, 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 me too. I'm a big fan. Um, he's not projected to be widely owned. Again, it's still early in the week. Um, but he is playing against the Chargers defense. Chargers are just falling apart. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they that's what's worst in the AFC against running backs Definitely. Uh, in terms of rushing yardage allowed. Without Melvin Ingram, they're just not the same against the run. Yep, yep. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that middle tier, like 6,000 to 6,700 range for FanDuel. Um, so that includes Derrick Henry at 65, Devontae Freeman at 6,400. Uh, Tevin Coleman at 6,200 and Joe Mixon at 6,100. So that that tier is loaded up, in my opinion. Um, so if you want some salary savers, those are the guys to go. All right. So I'm going to say, you know, my favorites this week are are Cook, Ingram, the San Francisco, and my and uh, Buffalo running backs, and uh, Josh Jacobs. And by the way, Daryl Henderson's only 3,500 on DraftKings. Uh, who are, who are you, to summarize, who are your favorites at running back? Yeah, so my favorites uh, in, in order, too, is is going to be Fournette, Carson, um, Tevin Coleman, uh, Devontae Freeman, and then um, it's, you know, I, I have to go David Johnson as my, as my fifth one. So uh, I, I just love the matchup, and I think if he's – if he comes, if he plays, I mean, he was going into last week, basically game time, and he played and he went off. I think it can happen again. So that's my order. Okay. Uh, let's go to wide receivers. Julio Jones going against Atlanta is going to be the chalk at $8,000 on DraftKings. You have Michael <laughs> Thomas be much less widely owned uh, at 7900 DeAndre Hopkins, uh, can't see using him right now at 7800 Cooper Cup. It's going to be very chalky at 7,400 as well. Uh, I, I don't think Julio's going to be quite chalk, but Cooper Cup is uh, probably maybe the number one seasonal wide receiver of the week. Uh, you know, among those top guys, uh, Cup really stands out. Probably Julio second. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. So for me, it goes Cup, um, then Julio, then Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins is more of a GPP play this week. Who knows when he's going to go off? Um, he does play against Indianapolis. They're a sneaky, good defense. Um, so I won't be as as high on him. Um, and then right below is uh, T.Y. Hilton. So he's just $200 less than Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, 7800 T.Y. Hilton, 7600 um, I know we were talking about it in the Slack channel that T.Y. Hilton's a, he's a lock. He plays well against Houston. Uh, I'm not as high. I, I'm just not sold on Brissett. Uh, I'm, I won't be having T.Y. Hilton as, in as many lineups. So, Well, T.Y. Hilton's only 5,900 on DraftKings, so he's going to be very widely owned. Uh, you know, he's had a week off. He was banged up. We uh, Brissett, you know, actually before last week, had a, had a span of where he, he threw, uh, he threw I believe, eight touchdown passes in three games with 575 yards in, in two. Mm-hmm. So you know the yeah. possibility is there against uh, against that against that uh, in Houston defense. Adam Thielen sixty nine hundred on DraftKings. Uh, Keenan Allen somebody I'm going to avoid uh, this week. He's slumping. You know tough Titans secondary. 
Uh, Tyler Lockett's a good cash game play at 6,600. Uh, I'm not as hot on the Minnesota wide receivers this week. Uh, Will Fuller, you know, has some upside, but he's inconsistent. I don't like Terry McLaurin, uh, but you got to like Larry Fitzgerald. I like, I like, but he doesn't get in the end zone. Uh, so I, I find myself veering back to Hilton, and I but DJ Chark's only six thousand, and I don't think there's any way that uh, uh, that Cincinnati's going to be able to contain him. To me, he's he, maybe not to everybody else. He's chalky. Uh, I like uh, even though they've slumped. Uh, I like the Rams wide receivers. Like I'm, I'm looking under sixty five hundred on DraftKings. There's a lot of receivers I like. Robert Woods at fifty nine hundred. Golden Tate at 5,800 is probably going to avoid the slot with Patrick Peterson, the slot. You got Galladay, although he doesn't have a great matchup. Uh, John Brown, who I love at 5,500. The same thing with Brandon Cooks at 5,400. I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to be looking at that five to 6,000 range uh, this week at wide receiver on DraftKings. Yeah, yeah. On, on, on FanDuel, um, you know, they're priced a little higher, the receivers. Uh, so going underneath 7,000 to like the 6,000, 7,000 range, my favorite play, and he broke my heart last week and he got that touchdown overturned, is Tyler Lockett. He is uh, 6,500 on uh, FanDuel. He's, he's way too low against a Baltimore secondary that is uh, not as strong as we were talking about earlier. So Tyler Lockett at 6,500 is probably my top play in that tier. Uh, going up, Brandon Cooks. He's he. Uh, we don't know what's wrong with him. He's at 6,700. Uh, given his matchup against Atlanta, he, he's gonna garner some ownership. I'll, I'll have him in a few lineups. Um, you mentioned Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. I'm not high on those guys either. I'm, I'm fading them. Terry McLaurin at 64. I'm fading as well. Uh, another person I do like at 6,200 is DK Metcalf. So yeah. Um, I was going to mention him, 4,800 on DraftKings. Really has yeah. the speed to burn that secondary. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He is uh, – him and Lockett. I'm going to have a few lineups in the in the Millie Maker with uh, Russell, with DK, and Lockett. I'm going to load them both up. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's just – they're just underpriced. There's no more Will Disley, so there's extra targets to go out. And I think uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are going to benefit from that. So uh, give me all the Lockett at 6,500. Give me all the DK Metcalf at 6,200 as well. Um, and then right below that, um, 5,900, just step below the 6,000 range is John Brown, who you love and I love as well. He's going to see all the target shares against that Miami defense, which ranks one of the worst. Are you stacking the Baltimore-Seattle game widely? Uh, no, I'm not the highest on that. I actually – not going to use much of Baltimore, even though Seattle secondary is uh, susceptible to the pass. I, uh, I'll throw it in a few Millie makers, probably a Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews stack only. But I am going to use in um, a few big tournaments, I'll use the Russell Wilson with Lockett or Russell Wilson with Metcalf and then a mix of both, like uh, Russell Wilson with Metcalf and Lockett. So um, I – I'm more on the Seattle side than the Baltimore side for, for this game. What's your favorite stack game this week? My favorite stack game. Oh, this is this is my favorite thing to talk about. Uh, it's probably going to be the L.A. Rams. So I'll, I'll have a good share of Jared Goff with, you know, Cup, Jared Goff with Woods and Cup. Um, and then I'll bring it back with Julio, 
with Julio Jones as well. So it's it's always good to you know to do the stack of one team and then have the top wide receiver from the other team as well in your stacks. Uh, I know David Jones talks about that in his articles and talks about it. That's you know a good way to stack it up. But my favorite game is definitely going to be uh, the LA Rams in Atlanta. Um, so that's that's the game stack I'm leaning towards the most. Um, let's let's uh, finish up with some of these receivers here. Cole Beasley is interesting to me at 4,700, but he doesn't get in the end zone enough, so that's why I steer clear of him. Uh, Debo Samuel, 4,500 against Washington. Either one of those San Francisco receivers uh, is very interesting to me. As so is I like Dante Pettis a lot at 4,100. He's getting on the field a lot. You know, maybe they open up the passing game a little bit more this week. Uh, of all the bargains, you know, I think I think Pettis is maybe somebody a guy you can take a chance with in a tournament. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, my thing is, we don't know with Garoppolo who he likes to throw to because he spreads the ball around so much. And, and I feel like San Francisco is more of a run first team nowadays with Tevin Coleman and Brita. Um, so I mean, it's more, it's purely a GPP play to go Pettis or Debo Samuel. You can go uh, Marquise, Marquise Goodwin as well. Um, for me, though, uh, in the salary saver range, under six thousand on FanDuel, though, uh, Tyler Boyd is fifty six hundred. He is the number one receiver. He hasn't been playing as a number one receiver, um, but with Jalen Ramsey gone and the quarters be susceptible without Ramsey, uh, I'm gonna have him as a as a big salary saver for me. Uh, you know, Cincinnati is gonna be passing a lot. Um, this is actually probably the sneaky game snap game stack game for me is the Cincinnati Jacksonville uh just because you know Gardner Minshew is priced too low DJ Chark is priced too low yeah. uh, Westbrook is priced too low it's just a, it's just a good salary saver game so I'm a big fan of Tyler Boyd at 5600 and then Calvin Ridley at 5500 against a, a Rams defense too but again they just upgraded with Jalen Ramsey so we don't know if that's a good play uh but he's he's way too cheap yeah, so to recap, uh, receiver, I like Cup, Chark, Hilton, the Rams receivers, uh, and John Brown. Who are some of your favorites? Yeah, for me, it's going to be Cup. Um, then I would probably go down to – it's going to be Cup, then Lockett for sure. Then DJ Chark, who I didn't talk about too much. Then DK Metcalf, and then John Brown. And then for salary savers, the best one is Tyler Boyd. Now, just for fun – uh, you know, we always talk about these guys in our articles. You want to play props, go to Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, if you go use the URL mkf.win slash daily, that's mkf.win slash daily, and play your props, you'll get uh, coming for, over from us, uh, you know, linking through us at mkf.win slash daily. Uh, you'll get a 100% matching bonus on your first deposit. And since you mentioned the uh, the Rams and and the Falcons, uh, I just wanted to run some props by you here that I was thinking about and get your takes. They're all based on fantasy points. Um, mm-hmm. The over-unders from Matt Ryan and Jared Goff are 20 and 19.5 fantasy points. Uh, I got to think I'm going overs on both of those. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll take the over on both of them. They're, Atlanta's a pass first team. Uh, the LA Rams and Atlanta game is going to be a shootout. It's my favorite game stack. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of people's favorite as well. Uh, I'll, I'll take the over for both nineteen and a half. 
Yeah, Cooper Cup is over 18 and a half. I got to think after four catches for 17 yards last week, and he goes over. Uh, with Julio Jones and Devonta Freeman, it's interesting. Julio's so up and down in terms of touchdowns. The over is 19 and a half fantasy points, but he can get there on receptions and yardage alone. I think if you were to do like, you know, you, the five for five over under, the one that's really pivotal is Devonta Freeman over or under 15 and a half fantasy points. Yeah, I, um, I'm actually going to take, I know we like Cup, but 18 and a half, uh, I might take the under on that, uh, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, uh, Julio as well, 19 and a half, um, he's just not finding the end zone. I'd take the under, and then Devonta, I'd go over 15 and a half. That's, yeah, because uh, you're thinking about the catches, yeah. Correct. Because he has, yeah. he's only, I think he's only been over 80 rushing, only over like 50 rushing yards like once this year. But he's doing everything in the passing game. Yep, yep. And I, I see, I see him finding the end zone um, for sure this week. So, so um, you go I'm over, over on the quarterbacks and the running backs and under on the wide receivers because that's kind of yeah. stretch. Yeah, yeah. I think Jared Goff has too many weapons. Um, he loves Cup the most, but uh, I think he's going to spread the ball around. I wouldn't be surprised if, if he does hit the over of 18.5, but I, it's, it's a lot of points. I, I'm going to take the under on that one. All right. And, uh, again, go to mkf.win slash daily and, uh, you know, play Javier's prop recommendations and you can cash out more than just DFS. Thanks for listening to the uh, Win Daily Podcast. Uh, thanks a lot, Javier. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the DFS Pro Podcast with Jason and the crew. Thanks a lot for listening.